Hey, we're Todd and Kristen. Join us as we learn to become fearless in love. Welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast. We're glad that you have joined us. And Kristen, last week, I think you made a promise about what we were going to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. You remember what that was? I can't remember if you made the promise or if I did, but we, honey, we made a promise. Pretty sure it was you. Could have been me. <laughs> okay, it was probably me. Uh, anyway, yes, I do remember. Okay, so we are going to talk today about love in the context of First Corinthians 13 and related to our sexual intimacy. Okay. Sounds Correct? exciting. Sounds exciting. <laughs> You're on board, baby? Yes, you are on board. I am on board. Yes. So I was looking at the beginning of 1 Corinthians 13, and it says, I speak, if I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. Mm -hmm. If I give away all I have and deliver up my body to be burned, Mm -hmm. but have not love, Mm -hmm. I gain nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. if I were to start a sentence Mm -hmm. with, if I could have the most thrilling sex, but do not have love, Mm -hmm. how would you complete that sentence? If I had the most thrilling sex but did not have love, I would say I am left lonely and unfulfilled. Lonely and unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I have not love mm-hmm. and it's just a sexual experience, I think that would leave me lonely and unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, and it's interesting just thinking mm-hmm. about all those other things that this section starts out with and then thinking about it in that context, that, that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. um, really anything that we do, if we do not have love, mm-hmm. it's going to fall short of what it could be in the way God designed things. Yeah, because, completely. Yeah, because God is love and he made us in a way to receive love Mm -hmm. and give love. Yeah. So I was thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, in that context, godly love is the bridge between sex and intimacy. So godly love is the bridge between sex and intimacy. Mm -hmm. It's the thing that makes it possible to move from sex to intimacy. Mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so if we think about that, then you know, really all of these things that we're going to talk about here in the rest of this discussion today, looking at First Corinthians, yeah, thirteen four through eight, uh-huh. where we look at what the characteristics are mm-hmm. of love. Yeah, you know, if you think about godly love being that bridge, then each of those are really like steps that we take across that bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, to go from just sex mm. to true intimacy. Mm, I love that. It's beautiful. So really that's what we're going to do. We're just going to talk about these elements and really just from our own or individual perspectives, what came to mind as we thought about that or what experiences we've had relative to that. So the first one is love is patient. Yes. 
love is patient. Mm-hmm. Am I starting? Yes. <laughs> Maybe we could take turns <laughs> with who starts. <laughs> yeah, when I was thinking about love is patient, I was thinking about there's seasons in our lives where there's sickness, where there is injury, where there is depression, where there is just different reasons where we just maybe just can't have sexual intimacy for whatever reason. And so I just think about patience being one of those times where one spouse, if one spouse is not able to and the other spouse is, where they're just truly loving in a way that lets the other one know it's, it is okay. I am so good. I love you. This is a season. I am not worried about it. We're going to continue to be intentional to love each other during this time. You know, whether it's just through really just special loving touch doesn't mean you can't still experience intimacy in obviously relationship and emotional connection, but also physically in just loving each other physically with caressing each other or, you know, whatever it is that still feels very intimate and, and sexual, but it's just, but it's, it's about just being patient with each other and knowing there's going to be different seasons throughout our, our walk together and yeah, just communicating. It's okay. I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. What I thought of when I thought about patience is that goes, I think, to some of the other ones down the line here of not being self-seeking and uh, not being able to to be selfless in connection with each other and really, uh, really being willing and not just willing, but desiring to move at the pace of mm. the person that desires to move the slowest, I guess, or just, you know, being willing to move at the pace of your partner and their mm. desire and, or you know, need not, or not situation yeah, in that moment. Yeah. And just not, not rushing things, not, mm-hmm. not being focused just solely on yourself, mm-hmm. but, you know, really being patient with each other mm-hmm. uh, in understanding each other and what, you're feeling what you're desiring uh, and really be open and a- able to, to talk about that as well. Yes. I love that. You've done that very well. So the next one is kind mm-hmm. for kind. I was thinking of words because I think words are in, well, we know words are incredibly powerful. And so I was thinking just the importance of speaking kind words to one another around sexuality, around each other's bodies, around what the other, like a gentleness and understanding of what the other might be experiencing, speaking kind words to their person regarding that. Never putting the other person down for an experience during lovemaking. You know, just words that are lifting the other person up in, in every way. So really just speaking words of kindness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was, I thought about it from the standpoint of, you know, if, if I think if I'm being kind to someone, I'm thinking about them mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about putting their needs or desires above my own. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's that's what I thought of. I, th- I was thinking about just an example of like if you're buying someone a gift and if you're really wanting to please the other person with that gift, then you're trying to understand them. What do they like? What do they want? And you, you, know, you buy a gift that is, and maybe you're even asking, well, probably you're asking them, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And, and then that is what you're giving to them mm-hmm. rather than, you know, other examples where you think, well, I know that might be what they want, but I really like this thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get them this thing instead. Mm-hmm. And so it's really coming back to, I'm thinking about myself mm-hmm. and what I want as opposed to thinking about what the other person wants. Mm-hmm. So just kindness in mm-hmm. really considering and giving to each other the things that we know each other desires. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next one is, uh, does not envy or boast. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about does not envy uh, there, I mean, those are two different thoughts, envy and boast. But I was thinking about from the envy is you know, not being focused on what you don't have mm-hmm. and not placing expectations on each other based upon something external, you know, whether that's things you have seen in movies, in magazines, in pornography or... I mean, all of those things are not real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're scripts, they're acting, yeah. they're trying to entertain. Those things are not real. Mm-hmm. And so, so often I think in relationship, we can get our mindset on things that in reality are not even reality. Mm-hmm. And we're expecting those kinds of things mm-hmm. in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And they're just not real. Mm-hmm. And I think you know that can even be looking at social media and seeing, well, th- look at well, look what this couple has. I mean, their mm-hmm. life is so great, and they're doing all these things, and they have everything. Mm-hmm. And in most cases, well, all cases, when we're really just seeing their highlight reel, mm-hmm. and those things don't tell us what the day-to-day is really mm-hmm. like. And right. so if we're focused on someone else's highlight reel mm-hmm. as our standard for what we want, mm-hmm. it's always going to leave us feeling less than. Mm-hmm. But the reality is their experience is <laughs> probably less than as well in the mm-hmm. rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just just not not looking to external things as the standard for what you expect your relationship to, mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that's really, really good. And I think a way to kind of guard against that is to focus on celebrating what we do have, mm-hmm. what God is doing, how far we've come. I think just having a grateful heart and attitude towards what is happening in our relationship and knowing there's always more and being excited about that, just focusing on the goodness of our relationship, not saying we don't go into the hard places we do. And we've talked about that a lot. That's super important. And that's, we'll talk about that later in, in this podcast with what love is, but, but yeah, I just think celebrating what we do have can guard against wishing we had 
what we think someone else has that they really don't even have. Right. <laughs> or they made, but it's different. We have things they don't, you know, everyone exactly. has different things. But um, anyway, yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. I think that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe we can look at does not boast, is not arrogant, is not rude. Maybe just look at those together and whatever whatever jumps out to you in any of those. Right. And even the does not insist on its own way. I think all of those are just self focused. Mm-hmm. Self it's all about self. I mm-hmm. just it's just that sex is about me and what I need, what I want. And it's just not about anything else. It's just all focused on me. And we just know that's never going to be fruitful. So love is not self-focused. I think we could sum that up. Mm-hmm. I don't really have any specific examples. But yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I, I agree with that. Clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's not irritable or resentful. Uh, you know, it's not irritable or resentful to me is, um, you know, maybe I, th- when I think about that, I think about, you know, not keeping a record of wrongs, you know, not playing back all the negative things, not, you know, not keeping that list, not being irritable if things don't go the way you want them to Mm -hmm. go or your expectations, your expectations. (laughs) Right. And if one or the other of you doesn't feel like the right time, Mm -hmm. just understanding that and and respecting that and still in uh, just loving in that the context of that mm-hmm. uh, and not getting resentful, mm-hmm. getting irritable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And I think that was something that I've had to learn mm-hmm. <laughs> for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I mean, there was a, there was definitely a point in our relationship. Those things would happen where mm-hmm. I would you know, be irritable and, mm-hmm. and I've had to learn how to not do that and mm-hmm. how to take that focus off myself and understand where you're at mm-hmm. and, and still just, it's okay. And mm-hmm. so I can still put my arm around you and, mm-hmm. and as we go to sleep and still mm-hmm. just engage with each other without it having to be something mm-hmm. that then creates separation for whatever period of time. Well, that's the thing that that does is it does cause division and disconnection. And that's the thing we talked about too with the connection codes. I mean, those, those are opportunities too to share how you're feeling, how I'm feeling, connect around that and just yeah. share those things in a very honest way and in an understanding way for each person to listen and understand. And, you know, we've been able to do that. We've learned, we're learning to do that. And then, like you said, put your arm around me, snuggle up at night. And when that happens, I feel so, it gives me so much more of a desire to be as close as I possibly can be to you. I just want to, mm-hmm. Ooh, I just want to curl up in your arms and just feel so safe and so loved. And so, and it just gives me such a desire to draw near to you in that place. And so it brings, it can bring connection even, even though there might be a reason why it just sexual connection is not going to happen that night or that day. You can still feel completely connected almost even because of that. If you, allow yourself to connect around it. So we're learning that and it's just so powerful. And that is, that's just a picture of God's love. So thank yep. you for that. That's yeah. been incredibly powerful and it changes things in our relationship for sure. So it's so good. So good. That has, yeah, it's been a huge, 
huge blessing and transformation. And along with the not keeping a record of wrongs, the thing I was thinking of it is just, it's so easy for us to say, you always this, or you never want to do this, or you, you know, whatever it is. And that is something that I think is also really important to keep in mind, just to not use those words super practically, like the words never and always are just not beneficial words to use with each other. So, yeah. Unless it's, you always love me so well. Yes, yes, that's true. I guess in the positive way. (laughs) Right, but not in the negative sense. (laughs) That's that's a good good point. (laughs) Well, the next one is, it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. So I was thinking about that one, that it does not, rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. And I think that goes along with what we've talked about many times, the renewing of the mind and how, as we learn more and more about God's design for sex and marriage, we have to then set aside things, unlearn things that we had learned from mm-hmm. just all of the, the influences that we've had. And mm-hmm. so you have to, we have to renew our minds, set those things aside and then focus on the good design that God has. And mm-hmm. as we do that, I just think the rejoicing in the truth is actually, instead of having the attitude or the feeling that, Oh, I have to, not do all of these things or give up these things, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever that is for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, it rather than thinking about what I am not doing instead rejoicing even more than we rejoiced over Mm -hmm. those things before, Mm -hmm. because it's what God designed. And when we do that, the way that that brings life and joy and pleasure and all of those things far exceed, at least in our experience. And I think anybody who really, really can grasp it, mm-hmm. it's going to be true. Mm-hmm. But, but for us, it's been so true that that, that has happened. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's rejoicing in the truth mm-hmm. of God's love, his design, you know, his intent for us. Yes. I love that. I completely agree. And I put to just a celebration of God's design that, I mean, we were learning the importance of celebration, celebration of covenant. That's what sex is. Sex is a celebration of covenant. It's, it is something that's filled with joy and power and meaning and glory and goodness. And, and so, yeah, I think just rejoicing in the truth of what is the truth about sex? What is the truth about this sexual connection God has designed? It is from him, by him. So, yeah, there's the rejoicing in that and the celebration of that and letting go of those things that are not truth and moving forward in rejoicing in the truth. I love that picture. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. And then we'll... The last things we'll talk about are love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, and love never ends. Right. So I just think that's, it's really all the things we've talked about over this last, over a year of the podcast that we've done. Just 
there's so much healing to be had in in our sexuality. I mean, everyone has some sexual brokenness of some kind. We're going to go through hard seasons in our sexual relationship for all different reasons. Just having had a baby, going through menopause, health issues. You know, there's just trauma that is coming up. There's so many different things that can cause us to struggle. But when we think about love bearing all things and believing all things, I'm just thinking there it's like trusting and believing for freedom, for healing, believing there is more in our relationship with sexual connection helps all things, so never giving up on each other, endures all things, walking through those hard times together and knowing that I am not going anywhere, you are not going anywhere, we're in this together, we're going to walk through these things, we're going to endure this together, we're not just going to, oh, you know, try to get by, these things are going on, life is tough, it's always going to be tough, and it's just, but instead we're going to hope, and we're going to believe, and we're going to walk in these things together knowing there's so much more that God has for us, and and so just to walk through those seasons of life together, loving each other as we go with the grace of God and the truth of God, the hope of God, the power of God, it's fruitful. It's going to bear fruit if we love in this way. And, you know, we've experienced that. And so I'm just so grateful that that we have walked through these things together because our relationship is so much deeper than if we had not ever walked through any of these things together, or if we would have just thrown in the towel, this is, mm-hmm. this is hard. So it's not the way it's supposed to be. And just given up. That's, that's just not truth. The truth is there's going to be hard things and God uses that to draw us into intimacy with him and each other. And so there's, there's a good purpose for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And yeah, I agree with all of those things. And I was just, as you were saying that I was just thinking about the, analogy of the bridge that we started out with that God's love, godly love is that bridge between sex and intimacy. And I was just had this picture in my mind of like a suspension bridge. And because it's not like a really, really secure bridge that you're walking across, there's the things that you were saying, there's, Mm -hmm. there's going to be things that are going Mm -hmm. to shake it a little bit. Mm -hmm. There's going to be things that are going to, you're going to look down and you're going to see, oh my goodness, that's a long way down there. And so that imagery of that bridge as you're walking across, but then seeing that beauty that's on the other Mm -hmm. side of that bridge Mm -hmm. and you're willing to go across, the ground may not be solid, Mm -hmm. you know, may not be sure footing Mm -hmm. all the way across, but you see the beauty on the other side. And so you're willing to cross Mm -hmm. that bridge. And so we're all, I think, somewhere on that journey yes. <laughs> across that bridge. Yes. And how, how far do you think we are? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, if you, I you mean, think about that, it's kind of interesting to think about you know, as we as this well, journey we've started. You think about when we started it. We take that first step out on that bridge. Yeah. And. Yeah. Oh, we've come a long way, baby. But I just know there's always so much more. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what would you say? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I agree. I mean, I think it's, I'm not sure there's a, an absolute destination. Right. In this lifetime. In this lifetime. 
And so, uh, you know, I think we're, we're more than halfway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think we started out, like I said, just taking that first step and, yeah. and we've certainly moved a long way along the line. And, and I'm, I think for me, it feels like we're at a place where I don't love heights. No, you don't. And so, <laughs> so the, you know, the thought of a, susp- a suspension bridge, as I get closer to the end of it, mm-hmm. I get more and more excited. Yeah. And so I, I think, I think that's probably what I feel that I'm on the side of it that yeah. I feel more excited mm. about instead of stressing instead kind of, of stressing yeah as you're walking, it's, like, yeah it's oh, all I can see yeah oh I love that yeah. visual that's beautiful I love it honey I agree with you I agree with you I'm excited too I'm on that I'm on that side with you and I am very excited about what God's doing yeah so we invite all of you to take a step mm-hmm. wherever you're at just take one more step Right. And just continue to dive more and more into God's design, mm-hmm. more and more into loving each other in the way that First Corinthians 13 talks about and begin to really go through the exercise that, that we went through mm-hmm. and what does that really mean and how does that really apply to our relationship? And, mm-hmm. and I know we've had some discussion o- around it, but I think it's going to open up a lot more discussion as well. And right. so, this just so we hope that, the surface. yeah, we hope and pray that that does the same for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to having you join us next time. Until then. Together, let's learn to love fearlessly. 